Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And we are here with our 7th Heaven podcast on the 11th episode now. Yes, season 1, episode 11. The name of this episode is Now You See Me. Um, Precursor to those movies with that man. Yeah, I haven't seen them, but I'm imagining they're not good. I think I actually like the first one. I think the second one has Daniel Radcliffe in it. Jesse Eisenberg, that's the man. <laughs> I just Whoa. remembered. And Woody Harrelson is in it, right? And there's a bunch of people there's in it. There's people in it. All right, whatever. This, none of those people are in this episode. Unfortunately. Um, Probably would have been made better if they were. So we forgot to do this at the beginning of the last episode, but we did. So it was your first impression of this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We do. We figured out a way to do, like, the synopsis, and we're going to do, like, the Google synopsis because we found those to be a little bit more descriptive than the like Amazon Prime descriptions, which usually leave a lot to be desired. Um, and this like wasn't so sp- like spoiler e. So the when you Google this episode, uh, it comes up. The Camdens are suspicious of Matt's new girlfriend. Lucy's cheerleading tryout brings out the worst in Mary. So that kind of sets up basically all that really happens in the episode. The two main storylines being Matt's new girlfriend and Lucy is going out for cheerleading, apparently. Right. So we're going to start there. Um, Well, first we're going to start with first first impression impression of this episode. I thought this was back to form for the Camdens. I feel like um, in the last episode it was very much in family. And I feel like the episode before that with Mittens... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Was also, wasn't that also like pretty much in family? Was it? I can't remember what happened other than, oops. <laughs> um, yeah, mittens, fire, yeah. Wait, what did happen in that episode? I have no idea. Oh yeah, that was, that was the episode where they got, where they got robbed. So I feel like in the yeah, last few episodes. that was family, family stuff. Other, well, Halloween was the last one where you had like. Right? No. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, well, Saturday. Saturday was the drug episode. Oh, yeah. But okay. I feel like this is back to form. You know, the uh, formula for this show that you, like, pointed out to, pointed out to us in the beginning episodes of... Um, the Rev just meddling in everyone's business, whether or not they want him to or not. Just exactly. taking it upon himself to tell everyone how to live their lives. Uh, so, yeah. So, we'll start with, actually, the in in, in the family part of the episode where Lucy, during the cold open, Lucy says something about, like, going out for cheerleading because a spot opened up on the squad and the whole family kind of looks at each other a little bit skeptical. And then she's, like, clearing the table from breakfast and she, like, inexplicably trips and falls after she... Because she's like, I know I'm not ready now, but with training, I'm going to be ready to try out for cheerleading. And then all of a sudden we learn that Lucy is a klutz and is just falling, like... She can't even walk from, like, the counter to the fridge without falling down. Which has never been explored before, nor has it ever been, like, offhandedly mentioned or shown. I mean, Lucy isn't the most graceful character, but we've never seen her like this. Yeah, but the whole family, from, like, the looks the family gives each other, you get the idea she, like, is not very athletic. Um, so uh, the cold open, well, yeah, so that's going on. They're also talking about how Matt... They're all well, getting ready to go to church. Yes. And they're like, oh, Matt is, is still in the bathroom. He's doing some major hair prep. And they're like, oh, for church? And they're like, oh, he has a date. And he comes and he's. we find out that he does have a date, but he's bringing the date to church. Um, so he goes to get... Don't you bring all your dates to church? 
Yeah, well, that's what they said. They were like, they act like it's more serious because he's bringing her to church. They're like, has he ever brought a date to church before? Um, and the family's never met her, so I guess this is like a good common ground for them to meet her on. Um, and then right before they go to church, well, the, the Rev is looking over his sermon, and he's like, oh, where did that Robert Frost quote go or something? Because Annie apparently looks over and proofreads his sermon, and she's like, oh, it's a quote from, like, The Road Not Taken, and she's like, oh, that's so predictable. Use this other quote, and she says whatever it's from, but I didn't write it down. So anyway, that's the cold open. So after the cold open... Uh, we get everybody coming out of church, and Mary, in the in the opening scene, and then after church, she's in this absurd outfit that I can't even do justice. This is going to be on our social media. Yeah, I feel like we've spent, like, episodes talking about Mary's outfits to church, but it's so much easier if we just show it to you. Right. This one was, like, a full-on, like, something an old lady would wear. I don't, again, don't know how to describe it without just being like, oh, another suit. So just look for so it. So just look for it. We're get, we'll have it up there. I don't even know what to say. So... Lucy is, like, complaining that church went too long because she's got to get home and practice her cheerleading. And Mary, who, in the in the cold open, kind of expressed, like, she made, like, a face or something. She's, 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 she's against very, it. Very not okay with Lucy. So, yeah, so she says something... I don't know, Lucy was like, oh, and throwing a big brown ball into a hoop. Oh, yeah, is they were, it? so um, Mary is saying that cheerleading is not a sport. And Lucy is saying, well... Well, no, t- the, she says that after because she's like, oh, cheerleading is stupid. And she's like, oh, and throwing a big brown ball into a hoop is some service. And she was like, well, b- at least basketball is a sport. And then I love that Lucy... Well, she storms off because, of course, she does because she's Lucy. But she doesn't stand. She doesn't even try to argue that cheerleading is a sport, which is something that a lot of uh, people who participate in cheerleading like to do. But she doesn't even try to argue it, which I well, was. Cheerleading like, is a sport. Oh, okay. You're you're in that camp. Yeah. I okay. Am. If it requires, yes, many things are sports. Cheerleading included. Okay. Well. Have you seen cheerleading competitions? I used to watch them. For, oh, my God. Like on ESPN and stuff. I'm disagreeing. This, I'm is, re- this, is, this like, is a point of contention. It was I'm a thing re- I was obsessed with post-Bring It On. Oh, my like, God. Like, for a while. Okay. Well. I, mean, I think it was because I never, I was never a cheerleader people myself. People cheering for cheerleaders? I, I didn't cheer for cheerleaders. I, know. I just well, watched. Bring It On. So, all right. Anyway, we're disagreeing on that. Um. But the next thing that happens in that uh, is, so Lucy is practicing to be a cheerleader and, um, cheerleader. Cheerleader. Um, but Mary, so Mary's in the backyard playing basketball, and then Lucy's on the grass, like, trying to do cartwheels, but she just keeps falling over. She can't, um, do anything. Uh, and then she asks Mary for help. Because... Lucy helped Mary practice for basketball, so surely, you know, as a big sister, Mary should help too. And then they have this conversation where Mary says that cheerleading will lead to the is the down, <laughs> downfall as a woman and a human being. And that cheerleading trivializes women and women's, women's sports. sports. Um, this is very much feminism gone wrong. She also did have, like, a little line, though, where she was like, I can't stop you from, like, trying out, but I'm not going to help you. Yeah. So, but... What do, yeah, what do you have to say about the well, feminism gone wrong? Well, I mean, it just is. It's like, yeah. it's like It's like saying that women can't be housewives because that means that they're not 
you know, fulfilling their duty as a woman. Like every woman should be working. Yeah, like the oh, point you, of the point of feminism is just the ability to choose what you want to do, what you do, do, do yeah. what the hell you, whatever you want to do, and be treated as an equal. And if that means that you want to play basketball, you play basketball. And if you want to cheerlead, you cheerlead. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean one thing is better than the other. Uh, women are not being trivialized here. All right, but tri- trivialized. Trivialized. <laughs> Did you say trivialized? <laughs> trivialized. Uh, okay, so. Uh, then the next thing we have in that storyline is, is Lucy. Well, these girls, it just shows these girls. And it's kind of far, like, away from them, so you can't really. But they're like, oh, Lucy Lucy Camden making the cheerleading squad is scarier than the X-Files, which I have to say, they mentioned striptease in that one episode, and now here's another kind of pop culture reference, which usually, they do, you know, they don't do. But I was surprised to hear that. So, you know, X-Files was popular in 1996. Um, but Lucy is walking, like, directly behind these girls, so she hears everything they're saying, and they were like, oh, who's going to tell her that she's not going to make the squad? Which, uh, the first time I watched this, I thought that she had already tried out, and they were all like, haha, she's so bad. But the tryouts haven't happened yet. They just, everyone is just aware that Lucy is planning on trying out. So Lucy's upset. Matt's come to school to pick her up, so she runs to Matt. She's like, we need to get out of here now. But Matt's like, no, first you have to tell me what's going on. This is all also happening... In the middle of the road. <laughs> oh, I thought that they were like pulled over. Well, they were pulled I mean, over, but, but they like, were standing, standing in the, the middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Matt's like, "You're telling me what's wrong," and she's like, "I'm not. Like, I, I, you can't help me. You don't know anything about cheerleading. I want to be a good cheerleader." And Matt's like, "I helped Mary get on the basketball team. I can help you get on the cheerleading team." And, and she's like, like, "Squad. It's a cheerleading squad." And then he's like, "I know a lot about. Like, I've watched enough cheerleading or something." And I was like, "Oh." He studied so, cheerleading for a lot of years. Yeah. Which is, I guess, like, I don't know, a he just watches or something. The, yeah. Okay. So, um, so, yeah, Matt's like, clear your uh, schedule for the week because we're going to make you a cheerleader. Um, and then they get in the car and Simon, we'll, we'll, okay, come, we'll so circle we'll, back to this, but actually we could just say sorry. it now. It's so stupid. Simon has a really silly storyline, which I get is supposed to be really cute, but it really isn't. He starts out the cold open by saying that he's using ninja mind control to get to the first stages of invisibility. He like has this like. You're, you're taking way too long on this. Like, he's, he's, he, the entire episode, he just stands in random places in plain sight and is expecting people to think he's invisible. Like, he thinks he can control their perception of him. And, like, in the beginning, Matt walks into him, but it's just because Matt's not paying attention and Matt was, like, said something like, oh, I didn't even see you there. So then, like, he's in the car when Lucy and Matt are having this conversation, but he's just, like, hiding behind the seat. And he pops up and, and, and says something. She, and Lucy, like, turns around and is like, you little turkey! You which were is, eavesdropping, yeah. So. Which is, I didn't understand that, I, like, you little turkey is meant to be an insult. Yeah, so so, so that's so, Simon's entire thing. He just keeps popping, like, not even popping up, just standing in plain sight and being like, am I invisible yet? So... Um, the next thing that we have is Matt, like, keeps his promise about helping Lucy... Uh, train and he does this by taking her to a gymnastics gym, <laughs> a gym, a gym, <laughs> um, which specializes in yeah. Gymnastics. It has all the equipment and stuff that you use for like gymnastics. Cue Rocky montage, and I'm not even joking. It is actually like music yes. from Rocky, and they train and it like. But before they wait, then she first before they even start, she falls inexplicably again. Like they're about to start training, and she hasn't even taken a step, and she just collapses. So, again, I don't know uh, what's going on. Well, apparently Beverly Mitchell in real life was a cheerleader in her high school. So, 
yay acting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There's a montage of um, Lucy doing the things that Lucy does to try to get better at cheerleading, which is cartwheels and being able to stand on top of a pyramid. Right. Um, Uh, So that happens. And then before, so that like kind of almost wraps up that storyline, except at one point they're at home and Lucy's just standing in the hall, like the upstairs hallway, and Matt's like, I don't know, is she crying or something? Well, it's the day of the tryout, and it's the morning of, and she's like, thank you for all your help, but I don't think this is going to matter because I'm not pretty enough. And my legs are too skinny and my head is too big. To be a cheerleader. And it's like supposed to be this sweet scene between brother and sister where they're like looking into the bathroom mirror, and Matt's like, you're beautiful, Lucy. You can do it. And and then he was... she says something about, like, oh, what if it was all for nothing? And he's like, well, if it, if it was, then we have, like, an entire year to practice for next year. So I guess that's cute or something. And uh, guess what happens? What? <laughs> so, so it cuts. For some reason, the tryouts happen, and, like, there's a crowd at the tryouts. And Her the, entire family the is entire there. The entire family is there. Uh, and everybody's just like, wait, we're, we're also going to have a picture of this. Like, um, Cause so, because Mary is reluctant the whole time. There's even like a, in the middle of the episode, there's a scene where... The Rev is like lecturing her about supporting Lucy. Um, Which, it's really half-hearted because we find out that the only reason the Rev is doing it is because Annie told him to. Yeah, the Rev isn't on board with the cheerleading either. either. Like, the Rev doesn't really think cheerleading is... Oh, I don't think it's that. I think that he just thinks Lucy isn't going to make it. Like, because they, they, they were kind of just... The, the interaction they had in the beginning made me think that they all just were like, oh, Luke, she's not going to make it, and then she's going to cry. So I think the Rev was just like, uh, like I don't think, you know, whatever. So nobody's expecting anything at the cheerleading tryout, but suddenly <laughs> all that Rocky music really helped her become a better cheerleader because she's and killing it. And everybody's in awe. And we, uh, this will, this again on our social media, like Mary's face. It's just like... She, she's a total, like, 180, and she's like, wow, this is actually pretty cool, and... Which, okay, this girl is in high school. She's a 14-year-old in high school. She's on the basketball team. Surely she's had some sort of interaction with cheerleaders before. Like, has she not seen them do, like... Right, right. The, uh, like, a routine? Is, is it just, like... And she's suddenly in awe because she's like, wow, maybe cheerleading is a sport. Um, anyway, Lucy, I'm, I think we're meant to think that Lucy makes the squad. She does, because in the end, she's wearing the uniform. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but, um... So, so they're like, wow, she's really good, and, and Simon's like, maybe the cheerleading Lucy was invisible, and we just could only see regular Lucy. Um, and the whole family is there, and this, the video of them cheering for her, I think, will be on our Twitter, because it was so absurd, the, the the like the excitement they have for for her during this tryout before they even know if she made it or not, but then in the end, uh, she's in in like her sweater, uh, her cheerleading sweater, and um, Mary and her have like a sweet little moment where she, Mary pulls a, a gift bag out of her drawer and she's like, "Here, I figure since you're sort of an athlete now, you're gonna need this, and it's a sports bra, and it's Lucy's first sports bra," which leaves me wondering what she was wearing when they were jogging in that first episode. Um, well, we know she doesn't have great fashion sense when it comes to exercise. Right. Cheat shorts. She did wear appropriate exercise clothes in this episode, though, so she's learning. And that's really it for Lucy's storyline. So line. Lucy is now a cheerleader, so I forget if that's something we can look forward to. Yeah, I, I think it ask, is something is it... that we do see her in the future, in the uniform at least. If we don't 
actually see her cheerleading. I think she wears the uniforms sometimes going forward, like going to and from school. So that's like, then there's only one other storyline, and I really, guess it's yeah. Matt's. Um, so as we said before church, Matt is like getting ready for to bring his date to church. Uh, we meet her uh, outside of church when she's being, I guess, properly introduced to the parents. So this, um, I didn't get the actress's name, but the girlfriend's name is Tia. And the act- Tia Jackson. Tia Jackson. And the actress is actually uh, one of the girls from She's All That. Not the main one, but <laughs> one of the... It's another movie I haven't seen. <laughs> but she's from She's All That. Like, it's, she's pretty recognizable, recognizable. One of the popular girls from that movie. Um, so there's your IMDb moment of this episode. Yeah. So uh, after church, like... Matt's like, oh, I'm gonna drive her home or whatever, and they, I forget exactly how it comes about, but but, yeah, I think Annie invites Tia over for dinner, well, and then Matt's like, oh, we were gonna hang out or something, and Tia's like, well, dinner with the family actually sounds really good, like Sunday night dinner with the family, but only if you let me help, Mrs. Camden. Well, like, so right off the bat, we get the idea that Tia's fucking weird because <laughs> she has Jimmy Moon voice. Yeah, she she's has, yeah, but also like she's. Um, kissing up to the Rev and Annie so much. She's like, work is so is a part of who we are. Yeah, she was like, I was so happy to be able to see, because after church, she's like, it's so great to see people's parents at work. It's, it's so much a part of who they are. So she's like being weird, and then she's like, you have to let me help if I come for dinner. So something's up with her, you know. Um, so... Tia also shows up. All right, wait. So first, Matt doesn't want her to come over for dinner, and then... She's like, oh, it'll be fun. And he's like, okay. And then they're leaving in in the station wagon or whatever, Matt's car. And Simon wants to go. They have to pick up ice cream on the way home. And Simon wants to go with them. And Matt's like, no, go with mom and dad. And then Tia again is like, oh, let him come with us. And immediately Matt like acquiesces once again. He's just like, yes, whatever you want, Tia. So he's under Tia's spell. Yeah. So um, we also have a scene um, which kind of hints to what, why Tia is so fucking weird. Um, when, after Mary and Lucy get into their fight uh, in the backyard, Tia shows up. Well, yeah, this is, a- so this is all after church. So, like, Matt's in the house, I think, and Tia, for some reason, went through the backyard. And she's like, all I have to do is show up and a war breaks out. <laughs> hint, hint, what is happening? Hint, hint. Um, well, the next scene we have is after dinner. And... Uh, She's, like, being well, really wait, super helpful yeah. again. Did, well, the, the thing about the war, like, when she shows up, right, Lucy, well, Mary is like, oh, I was going inside anyway, right? Like, as soon as she shows up, everybody's, like, stops what they're doing. So that's why she says that. Like, I feel like... She perceives it to be Yeah, everybody else. just doesn't want to be around her. So then it's dinner, and she, again, is sucking up to the rev. She's and like, she's oh, I'll like, help you clean up. And Well, she was like, I really also loved that... Robert Frost quote you you used. It's from the death of the hired man. Yes, and she's like, oh, other people would just use, you know, the road not taken. And Annie's like, oh, that's what I said because we learned that Annie had changed this line. And she's like, this kind. Of, this reminded me of when Matt was tutoring the girl and they were reading Romeo and Juliet, and he she was like, read it to me. Well, before, because oh. before they read it, um, before Rev's like reading it. Um, we find out that the Rev wrote poetry back in the day. Oh, yes. And they were like, nothing that's appropriate to read at church. <laughs> and and Rev's like, oh, I don't think so. And Annie was like, no. It was pretty personal. 
So I'd love to read the Rev's poetry. And there was also mention of the poetry police. (laughs) Which who knows what that is. But right, so so go on. So so Tia is like, oh, can you he doesn't read it, he recites it. Yeah. He's he's committed this to memory. Um, but it's, so a, she, it's about po- home. And yeah, like, so she asks him, and then she's like, he starts reciting it very dramatically. And then she Oh, yeah, kind the of, camera work is, like, zooming yeah, in also. She kind of, and he's, like, looking off into the distance, looking, like, very profound. And she kind of, like, starts, like, breaking down, and then she runs away crying about it because he's, you know, going on and on about home. And then Annie, the Rev, and Matt have this, like, small argument about who's going to chase after her. <laughs> and Matt's like, well, Dad made her cry. And then Rev's go- Rev goes, well, Annie made me read the poem. Yeah. Or, like, Annie chose the poem or something. But, like, clearly you M- wouldn't... Matt is the appropriate person to take care of this. Your girlfriend is, uh, is, has run away crying. Why would you want your dad or your mom to go after her? Uh, so we find out that the reason that she's being so weird is because... Her parents are getting divorced. Uh, though, uh, she does say she's sorry that she burst into tears in front of everyone. And Matt goes, we're big on emotions around here. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so her parents are getting divorced. And they have this moment where she's like, I'm, uh, I'm really lucky to be in, like, to have met your family and to be in your life. Oh, she was, like, around such a normal family. And then Matt goes, I don't know how normal we are, but I'm glad you had a good time. And she goes, I'm also lucky I met you. Yeah, yes. I gagged because... Oh, my God. Yeah, because they're 16. Um, so then the next scene with this is they're in school. It's, like, Monday. And Tia is like, oh, I'm coming. Like, basically, oh, can we study again? Like, can I come over? Because she doesn't want to be at her. Okay, so she's she seems like for the weekend she was at her mother's house. And then for the week she needs to go to her father's. And her father bought her a car, but she's not allowed to take it to her mother's house because her father doesn't want her mother to drive it. I mean, if you follow, like, I had trouble. Yeah, but like typical, like, divorced parents, like, antics from the 90s that, like, like, they hate each each other. other, They can't even, like, one of them is like, they're all, they're, they don't even speak to each other. We're supposed to get the idea. Um, So, but the next, so the plan is that uh, she's gonna end up studying over at the Camden's house. Um, some, like, something happens, but what the next thing that we have is that... Her mother is dropping her off, off at the Camden's house. Um, and so Annie opens the door. Matt's not there. Matt's gone to pick up... This is the, the kids s- from school. school. He's off to... He's counseling Lucy. Um, uh, and so... And the door opens. She's like, hey, this is my mom, and <laughs> mom is on... A brick of a cell, cell phone. phone. Like, this is... The first cell phone. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's the first cell phone. Um, and we, this scene I think is basically there to set up. Oh, well, there's a few lines well, that happen. It's this. like her mother's detached or right. something. Because so Tia gets frustrated. She's like, Mom, like, say hello because she's on the phone. And then she, she's like, Oh, she understands. And she's like, Well, she says this about Annie. She's like, Oh, you know, I'm busy. You understand. And she was like, No, she doesn't. So Tia's well, just like, The first thing we get is there's, like, a few lines in this exchange. Uh, They're moving... So Tia and Mom are moving out of their their condo into... A singles complex. complex, uh, Because she wants... Because Tia's mom wants to meet someone. Because we gather that her father is, like, seeing other people already. I have a lot of questions about the singles complex. And also, if I am... (laughs) Eligible now. And if I am eligible right now. um, Okay. Something like this... 
I don't want to get too, like, veer too off track, but, like, if anybody watches Black Mirror in the newest newest season of Black Mirror, the first episode, it kind of has, like, similar... This this seems... I feel like they have these for, like, older people, like, like, basically, like, a retirement community, but, like, for people who aren't so old to be in a retirement community... Because everybody in retirement communities is, like, hooking up. This is definitely, like, the OK Cupid of 1996 or, like, Tinder. I don't know. Well, Match.com. Right. So, apparently, <laughs> they're moving to a singles complex. And then um, she's looking. We gather that Tia's mother's a real estate agent. And she walks into the house and she's like, oh, um, with a few, like, uh, renovations or whatever, you could get a lot of money for this house if you don't mind me asking how much did you pay. Annie says... Oh, it's the churches. My husband's a minister. Tia gets angry that she told her mother this and her mother doesn't remember. And then she goes, oh, I heard men of the cloth are hot. Really hot. Not really, just hot. Really Men of the cloth hot. are really hot. Does he have any friends? Like, if, if your husband has any friends, um, like, let me know. So, again, very odd. She's, like, just looking to hook up with someone, I guess. Uh, and then that's that. That's Tia's that. over there. Then later on, her and Matt are, like, hanging out on the couch studying. In the love den. Like, she has, like, a book on her lap, but she's, like, sprawled out across the couch. And the Rev and Annie come in, and they're like, okay, we're going to sleep. Um, And when they leave the room, Matt's like, okay, that's, like, a subtle hint. You you have to go home now. So she's like, okay. At this point, she's her car is supposed to be there. Like, she even though her mother dropped her off, her car is magically in the driveway. Uh, and she says she's going home. Cut to two thirty-five in the morning, right? Uh, um, and the phone, the Camden, the phone rings at the Camden house, and we get the first clip of Bob Jackson, who is Tia's father. Who, okay, we learn later he, he like, he works. It's a Monday night. It's two thirty in the morning, and he's like, first of all, he's like, "Oh, Tia hasn't come home. Is she there?" And the Rev is like, "Well, we thought she was left hours ago." Um, and he's, like, very relaxed, and he's like, okay, just let me know. You know, I, I, I figured she might be over there. If you find her, let me know. Um, and they start looking around. They first look in Matt's room. She's not there. Then and they look in the driveway, and her car is there, and she's sleeping in her car. Uh, and they're like, oh, your father's worried about you. And she's, like, kind of being a little, res- like, a little bit overreacting. She's like, oh, and it took him till 2.30 in the morning to notice I wasn't home. And it's like... He could have not noticed at all. He could have just not cared at all. Well, also, she's supposed to be 16 years old and a girl. I feel okay. like... All right. Well, whatever. It's, so setting, they, it's setting up the fact that right. they are both. They don't pay attention. Her parents do not pay attention to her. Yeah. Um, so they call him... They call Tia's dad back to let him know that she's there. And he's opening a bottle of wine at 2.30 in the morning. And this man has to go to work the next day. And he's there with a woman who we find out is his secretary and later. later on. Who also does not have a name and is just credited as Bob's secretary. So, anyway, of course, they're like, oh... You know, Tia stays Tia stays the night because... The dad does not care. The dad doesn't care. He's like, oh, I don't want to put you out, but if she could stay over there, that would be great. So uh, we learn that her dad has, like, a lot of dates, and she, she said she was waiting until, like, the morning to go home because that's usually when his dates leave. So... She stays the night. The next scene we have is the kids walking down for, brec- for breakfast and seeing that Tia's still there. Oh, wait, and Mary goes, uh, doesn't she ever leave... <laughs> So Mary's been killing it lately with hating everything and being dissatisfied. We're kind of maybe thinking about moving Mary up in our... Um, yeah, 
ratings. In the but ratings we'll, we'll scale, because that. Simon kind of is de- starting to deserve a demotion. He's Especially kind of with all this ninja anno- nonsense. Yes, he's kind of getting a little annoying. Um, but, but then right after that, they were like, Tia's obviously still in the same clothes from last night. And uh, they were like, oh, you can borrow something of Mary's to wear to school today. And Mary's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And while they're on the way up the stairs, we kind of start getting why, like, Tia, well, we, there's a lot of reasons why Tia's, like, way into, like, basically living at the Camden house. But she she says as they're going up the stairs to get her clothes, she's like, it's like having real sisters, you know, having to borrow Mary's clothes. So Matt, like... Well, I think while the kids are at school, the Rev, nah? Okay, well, we'll come back to that. So so Matt like Matt doesn't go up with them up with them right away, but in that oh, scene oh yes <laughs> oh yes I don't know I forgot this in that scene they're like talking about how she's like clearly she has like a really bad relationship with her parents her parents don't care and Matt like says that I think she could be the one yeah he was like I'm glad you guys like her or whatever because I know it's early but I think she might be the one and again he's 16 and then he like kind of walks away to go like join I guess in the changing of Tia's clothes Um, and the rev's like do you think Tia feels the same way (laughs) and And Annie Camden goes I think Tia likes all of us Camdens equally and then he's like and the rev's like do you think Matt no she's like no but I think he'll figure it out soon enough yeah so then when, when the kids are at school the rev is like oh I feel like I should try to get Again, no one has asked for his help, but he is just like, oh, I have to figure out a way to fix Tia's relationship with her parents, which, I mean, no one's asked him for his help, but I'm starting to see, like, they have an extra child, basically, now, because this girl is always she spent, around. Like, since Sunday, she has spent every it's single... It's now, like, Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Yeah, she spent every single day with them. Um, and, I mean, if it wasn't clear that she wants to be a Camden, she wants to be adopted into the Camden family. So... He's like, I'm going to go talk to her father. So he goes to visit Tia's father at work, and he's like a lawyer of sorts, and that's when we see his secretary. A lawyer of sorts. A lawyer. We as well, law students well, <laughs> see him as only a lawyer of sorts. Well, like, <laughs> the phone conversations he was having were, like, inconsistent with, like, what I, I don't know, I think we're supposed to think maybe he was a div- he's a divorce lawyer because he's like, I'm going to tell my client to go for custody, but then... The next one is about negotiations. Yeah, he's talking, um, he, but he's like, this isn't a negotiation, I don't know, whatever, and... But he's also, like, shown as a sleaze bag because then he's like, oh, is she single? Yeah, what even does though, she look like? Even though his secretary, who he was clearly with the night before, is standing right there. It, this was, like, very Mad Men, too, like, as she, like, brings him into the room, as she brings the Rev into the room, he's, like, pouring himself, like, a scotch... To you know, and he was up until two thirty drinking wine. But the uh, rat basically tries to talk to him about Tia. But this guy's on the phone the whole time, and so that's like a moot conversation. It ends. Yeah, he's like, he, they're well, because someone they come in and they're like, oh, your three o'clock is here, and he's like, oh, we have to reschedule. So the rev leaves. Um, and so this, but this day, I guess, um, and we have another scene at school, and what we find out is that Matt doesn't have the time to like. Be with yeah, her he's that like, day. I can't hang out today. Um, so we're like, oh, finally, uh, Tia's probably going to have to go home. But later on in the episode, Tia's there hanging out with Mary and Lucy, and they're talking about clothes. And I was just like, Mary didn't like her. All right, now they're now they're all buds. buds. Now it is like they're all sisters. And Matt walks in. And Matt's like, oh, I didn't know you were here. She's like, yeah, I was hanging out with your sisters. He's like, oh, well, I'm free now, so let's hang out. And she's like, nah. I'm just gonna hang with the girls, <laughs> and he's like kind of really upset about and it. And then after that, he he sees Simon, Simon's in the hallway and trying to be invisible, like that little asshole he is. Um, 
And he's like, oh, don't you get it? Like, everybody can see now that, like, Tia just wants to hang out with our family. Um, oh, wait, he's like, I think she wants to be a Camden. And Matt's like, it's a little early to be <laughs> talking about marriage. marriage. And he's like, no, she wants mom and dad to adopt her. Um, and he's like, and then you couldn't get married because you'd be brother and sister. And I'm like, this girl is 16. She has two parents. Why are they talking like she's going to be adopted by this family? So Matt, like, in the next scene with Tia, confronts Tia about, like, do you, like, what do you feel towards me? And they're, like, wearing matching sweaters at this point. Tray um, cute. And, like, okay, if I was Tia in this situation and I wanted to be a Camden, I would deny, deny, deny any, like, I'd be like, I totally love you, Matt. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> she doesn't know how to get what she wants. She needs to talk to Aunt Julie and learn how to manipulate people. <laughs> but she, like, comes out and says, yeah, I just, I really want to, I just really need, I don't need a boyfriend right now. I need yeah, more like, than I need a, a family, family, basically. So... Uh, we round out this. It- so wait, while that's going on, it cuts to, in the love den, um, the Rev and Annie are there with Ellen Jackson, who is the mother, and they've apparently got her there under the guise of being like, oh, we have, we have someone for you to meet. And she's and getting she, all excited about it. She's like, I just sold a house, and I've spent all my commission on lingerie. lingerie. So she bought all this lingerie. And to then, meet a man of the cloth. And the doorbell rings, and it is Bob, who is her Tia's father. Ex-husband. And Yeah, and Ellen's, and they bring him into the room, and then he's like, oh, I thought I was meeting someone. And they're like, this corny scene. It's like, you are And they're like, someone. we do want you to meet someone. And they bring Tia in, and they're like, this is, this your, is daughter. your daughter. And she's a beautiful young woman. Like, she's like a great young woman or something, and you should get to know her. And then... The Rev starts telling them how they need to raise their child, which is totally out of line. I don't care who you are. Should not be coming into these people's lives and being like, you need to do this now. And he says he has, like, these things, like, these warning signs about children of divorce. Like, some of them run away, and some of them commit suicide. And it's, like, zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. Um, and the Rev's Some of like, them run away and then commit suicide. Um... What happens is, there is a moment, though, where Bob Jackson goes, is it just me, or does this man give off a holier-than-thou vibe? And then, but Ellen is just like, no, it's just you. And I'm like, no, No, I agree. I got this vibe. He has the holier-than-thou attitude, and he comes in, and he tells everyone how to live their lives, and it's annoying. But they agree, and we're meant to think that from now on... They're going to, like, co-parent, and they're both going to be more available for Tia, because that's... Just like that, everything is fixed. Yep. Uh, and Oh, wait. And t- now we can go back. When the entire family's at Lucy's cheerleading tryout, even though Matt and Tia have broken up, Tia's there supporting, supporting Lucy because she's still pretending she's part of the family. Um, and that's really it. There is one other, like, tiny storyline uh, throughout this episode uh, where... It's sexy parents. Oh, I was going to say, I don't even know what you're about to say. because, uh, Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Okay. So, because the episode closes and it's, oh. Okay. So, it, so Annie, this begins because Annie sees, like, the young love between... Um, Tia and Matt. <laughs> Which and, isn't really love anyway because yeah. <laughs> Tia clearly just wants a new family. But when it's, like, that Sunday, they're, like, prepping dinner, Sunday dinner, when Tia's coming over for the first time. And she's like, do you remember when, like, in the beginning of our relationship and there was all these wonderful surprises all the time? 
And we also get another hint about how the Rev... Well, the, the Rev is, like, helping with the... He's, like, takes... All right, so she's like, okay, prep the green beans. And he takes out a green bean slicer. And which he's I like, didn't even know existed. And he's like, I'm going to make these French green beans, which I don't know the difference between... French green French beans. Gre- I guess they're thinner. I think that's but, the whole difference. Or it might just be for this joke about, like, how he thought French green beans had something to do with French kissing. And then Annie's like, oh, when you, you were, were younger, you thought everything had to do with kissing. Which I guess is another... Uh, like he was like a player. Yeah, when he was younger. Man. So um, that happens, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know." He's like, "You want me to be more spontaneous or whatever?" Then cut to another scene where the kids are still at school. He comes home early from work, and Ruthie is at a play date. Uh, and Annie's like, "Oh, this is the first time." He, he asks her if she's like having a late lunch, and she's like, "This is just the first minute I've gotten to eat." And she's making herself a peanut butter sandwich, and he's like, "Oh, we have an hour until the kids are home from school." And, and he does this like shimmy, like uh, shake towards her, and he's like, "About what it's time for this surprise or something?" Yeah, he's like, yeah. and she like completely goes no, which she just I was shuts like, him down. I know. Which, thank God, Annie. I do not want to see where that's going next. But apparently, the spontaneity. He needs to be planned. It yeah, needs to be a he's planned like, he's, surprise. He's like, what? I'm being spontaneous, and I don't know. She's like, oh, she, for some reason, she gives him half of her sandwich. I don't know. She's like, you're, you're not getting to have sex with me. You all you get is half of the sandwich. Um, Except they would never say sex. Wait, they do say sex, but like yeah. uh, she doesn't say that. But um, that's the sentiment. Yeah. But so like throughout so, the episode, it's like this. Well, that's it. Just those two, and then there's the like a couple end, other scenes um, where he. But that, we don't need to talk about that, where it's like, now that you've solved everybody else's problems, will you solve ours? And the episode ends with... Annie and the Rev on the roof. And she's she's like, caviar and champagne, which is like super, like, who, who, who uh, whatever. And so they're on the roof eating caviar and drinking champagne, which they're drinking again. So it's, Aunt Julie didn't make them say, like, cut alcohol out of their lives. Uh, and the Rev has a guitar, and they start singing this song. About being like, up on the roof. Up, and they have beautiful harmonies. It's like they practiced it. So At I guess night. the spontaneity had been rehearsed. At night, the stars put on a show for free. Yes. one of the lyrics of the song. So I think that's a real song, but I oh. imagine it's a real song. Um, so that's it. That was uh, not a whole... I mean, really, like, nothing really happened other than, again, we have this another girl that Matt dated for just one episode. Remember, the episode before this, he also had... A, someone else. Someone else. So we're... I guess they broke up because she couldn't. he couldn't go on the ski trip, and now he has a new girlfriend. And at the beginning of this, he says that he had been on two dates with her prior to church. So, I don't know... So, okay. I don't know how word hasn't gotten around school that Matt is just, like, dating everyone. Serial dater Matt. Um, so she... Tia never comes back. Spoiler alert. Um, and I guess Lucy's on the cheerleading squad is like the, the takeaway. The, the, de- the development from this, from this episode. Um, and maybe there'll be more planned spontaneity by the Rev. There was WB product placement one scene where Simon is like, uh, Ruthie tries to, get, Ruthie's like skeptical and as annoyed as we were by this invisibility thing. So she tries to like play a trick on Simon and she's hiding behind like the open bedroom door. Um, but Simon is in his pajamas, and he has a shirt with Bugs Bunny and the Tasmanian Devil on on it. And he's wearing like bed slippers that, that are Taz face, like they're, Ta- they're like the animal slippers that Ruthie has, except they are Taz. Tasmanian Devil. Um, so, WB product placement of the episode. Um, 
That's really it. Yeah, this this one actually like might have been more boring than the one with mittens. No, wait, I didn't think mittens was boring. I loved mittens. Yeah, what was the other one? The, 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 the one before mittens. Yeah, I didn't like the domestic violence, violence one. one. Oh, too serious. This one wasn't serious, but it just was very, kind of fell flat. There was no, int- like, super interesting storyline or anything too contra. Like, you know, the Aunt Julie one was like, you know, yeah. these, like, hot-button issues. So... And it wasn't even that funny. I'm giving this a 2.5. Yeah, it's a same. rev. It's a rev and a happy. I'd say a two. I'd give it a two. All right, two. Um, so that's all we got for this episode, season one, episode, episode 11. eleven. Now you see me. Which also the naming of the episode was stupid because it, it was, was Simon about- Simon's storyline, which isn't even a storyline. Anyway. Well, if we're, like, stretching it a little bit, I guess you could also say that by the end of this episode, um, Tia's parents finally see her, so now you see me. Oh, oh, she was, and I guess maybe Lucy. Yeah, Lucy's now being seen as a cheerleader Lucy and not normal Lucy. (laughs) Not X-Files scary Lucy. I guess, I guess that's what they were going for. Ugh. I didn't (laughs) like this episode. Uh, so, again, if you like us, subscribe rate, review, download, uh, internet things. Kudos. Uh, send it to your friends. Retweet. Like us on Facebook. At. Message. Camden Cast. What is it on? What are we on Facebook? Camden, Camden Cast. Cast. On Twitter, we're at Camden Cast Show. Tumblr, we're camdencast.tumblr.com. G- CamdenCast at gmail.com if you want to send us emails. And, yeah, that's it. We'll see you on Wednesday. Yep. See you on Wednesday. I've been Tandy. And I'm Erin. And this was Camping Cast. <laughs>